Hi, everyone. Our key verse for today is found in Matthew 6.24. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Lord, help me explain this verse. Give us revelation from you, Holy Spirit, so that we will understand what this particular verse is all about. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm excited to talk about this. This is our continuing the series on Show Me the Money. This is, I believe, is part three. So uh, thank you for tuning in. It is not possible to serve both God and money. I'm going to repeat that. It's not possible to serve both God and money. It's either you serve God or you serve money. You see, your heart cannot occupy God and money at the same time. It's either you're you're doing things for God or you're doing things for for money. Again, I'm not saying that we don't need money. I'm just saying that who are we really serving? He even explained the disparity that in order for you to love the other, you will hate the other. Well, love and hate are very powerful words. I mean, hate itself is so powerful. He's trying to say to us that in order for you to love God, you will have to hate money. Or if you hate, if you love money, you're going to hate God. So again, that's hating and loving. They're very contradicting words. What is God trying to say here? He's saying that in order for you to love him, you will have to come to the point where you really hate money. You hate money. Isn't that what he's trying to say? For you will hate one and love the other. Have you ever loved someone? Have you ever loved someone if you made a, a decision to choose between something in, uh, or someone? You kind of know, no, this is what I, I'm going to choose. So have you ever loved someone in your life and that you love them so much that you're willing to give everything you have, including money, because that someone is more precious to you, okay? You're willing to let go of material things. You're willing to let go of everything you have, you possess, to make sure that your family is okay. Why? Because your family is more important. Is it the same with God to you? That you, Lord, I'd rather not have anything if I'm going to lose you any, anyway. You're even willing to give up your life, right, for somebody you love. Are you willing to give up your life for God? Deny everything for God's sake. You know, the martyrs, martyrs during the time of Jesus, they're willing to die because they cannot deny God. Is that how much you love God? That you're willing to give everything up for God? That you want the things of God more than the things of this world? You even ha hate everything in comparison to the people that you love. I don't know with you, but I love my family. I love my wife. Woo! I love my children, my grandchildren, more than anything in this world. I love them to the point of losing everything. I, even my life, I'm willing to give for my family's sake. Again, love God, hate the things of the world. All the money in the world is not worth my family. All the money in the world is not worth my God. Is it the same with God? Do you love God more than anything in this world? Anything? Are you willing to do what he wants because you love him so much? As I grew older in the Lord, I've learned to love God. Honestly, love God more than things. I've learned that 
God loves me anyway, and he will provide for me. I learned that the money I have comes from him. I've learned that my business, the place of work or people, they're not my providers. It's God. I've learned that God is better provider of money than any institution in this world. I've learned that my everything I have, my talent, my gifts, my possessions are all from God. It's from God. Everything you have is all from God because he loves you. I've learned that this God who provides for everything I need loves me and will continue to provide for everything that I need because he owns everything anyway, the earth and everything in it. Even my family and children, they came from God. Yeah, my family. When I went, you came to this earth, you didn't have your family, you didn't have your wife and kids. It was just you. And now you have your family. Who gave your family to you? It's God. Without God, you won't even have a family. That's why I prioritize him over everything else, even including my family. A hundred years from now, let me just, let's be realistic. A hundred years from now, you and I won't even be here, right? Even our families. But we will be with God. That's an eternal perspective. I'm saying all these things to say that money shouldn't even be compared to God. No. But the sad fact is this. People choose money and things over God. People sometimes make the possessions their God. Things their God. Because money is powerful. He goes on to say that you will be devoted to one and despise the other. Devoted to one, despise the other. Is there, do you have a devotion to something, to a thing? Are you devoted to God? Or are you devoted to material stuff? Do you despise the other for the sake of God? See, money is a good tool, but it's the worst master. Money can be dangerous. It can be addictive. Because you know what? It's just a piece of paper that can give you anything you want. Anything. It's not really the money, but what money can do. Because money entices you to the things of this world. Money can buy you almost everything in this world, right? Let's be honest. You can buy you things that is pleasing to your eyes, to your flesh. It can buy you comfort. It can buy you healing. At times, you can buy medicine. Some people can't afford medicine. It's, a, it's, you know, HMOs are expensive. But it can, it can give you benefit, give you benefit. It can buy you people, right? The talents and giftings of, and services of people. It can make you, make people do things for you. You can make them do things for you and you can even be controlling of people because money is powerful. Money can buy you your basic needs like food, clothing, shelter. In a sense, it can buy you happiness, right? In a, in, a, in a sense, it's hard to be happy when your stomach is empty, right? You don't, if you don't have your basic needs. So it's powerful. It's so powerful that people are sometimes tempted to sin just to have it. It's also so needed that you can't survive without it. You need money to buy things, go to school. So we, we can conclude that money is important and that money is very much needed. But why did God say you can't serve both God and money. Why did, God, why, why did God say that? Because he realizes that when you begin to serve money, at the end, you're not going to be happy. 
at the end, you will really not have fulfillment and joy. At the end, you might not achieve the purposes that God has for you because money doesn't love you back. Money simply gives you things that you desire. Sometimes the things that we desire may not be from God. The things that we want may sometimes be addictive. Why did God give so many examples in the Bible about people who forgot about God? Because of money. People who abandoned God because of money. Is it possible to make money your God? Is it possible to serve God and have money at the same time though? I think it's possible. But God wants you to achieve the purposes that he has for you. Because if you want money too much, again, the Bible says, the love of money is the root of all evil things. Right? Paul mentioned this. He said, give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me just enough to satisfy my needs. Because if I grow rich, I might forget you, God. Who is the Lord? If I'm too poor, I might steal and insult God's holy name. Apostle Paul said, don't give me so much that I might forget you. A lot of people have forgotten God. So don't envy everyone who's rich. Some of them have gone wayward. Okay? Some of them, because of money, have gone astray. But not all. Some have become more generous. We're going to talk about that next, next week. And he also said, don't give me so little that I might steal. Paul knew that money is needed, but Paul also knew that having too much of it might make him forget God. Another parable is the rich young ruler. Uh, this is how it goes. He, he made money his God. It's an example of someone who thought they were serving God, but in reality was serving money, was making money their God. He was deceived. Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, teacher, what good things must I do to get, to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, there's no one, there's no one good. You want to enter life? Keep the commandments. Which ones? He inquired. Jesus said, you shall not murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't give false testimony, honor your father and mother, and love your neighbors as yourself. And the man, and the rich young man said, Jesus, I've done all of that, the young man said. What then do I still lack? Then Jesus said, if you really want to be perfect, go sell everything you have, your possessions, and give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. Then come follow me. And when this young man heard this, he walked away sad because he had great wealth. Wow. Would you rather have treasures in heaven or treasures here on earth? And so this young man couldn't give up what God was asking. God knew that his heart wasn't really for God. He was doing all the other things, but he was serving a different God. Can money take the place of God in our lives? What's the sign that we have made money our God? My first point, you have made money your God when you have become self-reliant and not God-reliant. Self-reliance is thinking that the reason I have all the things I have is because of me, my energy, my hard work. Yeah, I know you worked hard, okay? But please give get credit to God. That's the difference. It's a heart issue. Self-reliance means I don't need God. I can do it on my own. Everything I have, it was about me, myself, my effort, my talent, my giftings. 
self-reliance. But God-reliance means, God, thank you for everything. I don't deserve this, but you gave it to me anyway. I don't deserve anything I have. In fact, the truth is, God, if you really give me what I deserve, we deserve, we deserve to go to hell. Why? Because we sin. That's what we deserve. I think, I think, you know, I, I thank God that life is not fair. Life is really not fair. Because if it was fair and just, man, we should all be going to hell. And, and God is just, but he's also merciful. He didn't give us what we deserve. So don't be self-reliant, be God-reliant. Of course, that's the most important thing. Do you know that you can survive planet Earth, live on Earth, on your own without God. Some people even thrive, you know, if they're looking for money and riches and fame. A lot of people have that. But it's also possible that when they go to heaven, they didn't accomplish the things that God wants them to accomplish. Mission failed. <laughs> you can do things and even accomplish things like the world does, but not accomplish or do the will of God for your life. The things of this world can be yours. Okay? The truth is God has given you everything you have. The reason you have things is because your skills, your ability, your talent, your intelligence comes from God. Your health comes from God. If you're not healthy, you can't do anything. God gave you your strength. God gave you everything. We become self-reliant when we're too proud. I'm amazing. No, you're not. God is amazing. I'm hardworking. No, I know. God gave you your strength. And we feel entitled because we feel we deserve it. No, you're not entitled to anything. We're only existing by His grace. We're experiencing all these blessings because He allowed it. He loved us and He wanted us to enjoy it, right? You're healthy only because God wants you healthy, okay? So it was me, so that's what self-reliance is. Again, my, my second point, you have made your money your God when you no longer inquire of God before you do things. Do you still allow God to change your plans? Do you still listen to God? When you wake up, is it all about work? Or do you ask God, God, what do you want me to do today? Lord, am I okay with you? Lord, is what I'm doing the right thing? Does this thing, the thing I'm doing, does it glorify you, God? Is my work glorifying to you? Are my relationships glorifying glorify to you? Lord, is this what you want? Am I accomplishing what you want me to accomplish, God? Inquiring of God is acknowledging the fact that, God, you're my boss. You're my Lord. You're my Father. You're my Savior. You're everything. You're inquiring of God when you, you're reading His Word. I, God, I want to know you, God. I want to know what you want me to do. Let me read your Word. I'll honor your Father. Okay, God, love your wife. Okay, God, am I loving my family? Am I providing, protecting? Am I the prophet, priest, and king of my household? What is the, your will for my life? Lord, do I, should I give? Is this money for me or is it somebody? Am I just a conduit so that I can give to others? Right? My third point, you have made money your God when your priorities are all messed up. All messed up. It should be God, your family, your work, and then your ministry and everything else. God should be. My wife knows that. You're my priority. Okay, not all money, 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 work, work. Some people, that's all they do. 
all about the money. Show me the money. All about the money. No. It's about your relationships. God first. God, my time with you. My time with my wife. My time with my children. My time with work. Everything is in order. Because God, money is not my God. Money is not my master. You are. You are my priority. Fourth point. Fourth and last point. You have made money your God when you're driven by the things of this world rather than the God's purpose for your life. What drives you to do things? What inspires you? What motivates you to work? Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you about your purpose? Are you about His purpose for your life? Are you doing things to please God? God, I'm so sorry I messed up. God, I want to please you. I want to do things. Lord, you asked me to do this. Lord, give me the grace to do what you want me to do. Or are you like the rich young ruler who walked away sad because he knew deep, deep down in his heart he wanted money more than God. Money became his God. Folks, money is important. We need it. But money should not be the thing that drives us. It should be God because God is our master. He is the blesser, the one who provides for everything that you and I need because God loves you. Amen. Amen.